Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Friday, and it's the end of the week. Wow, this week went by very fast. Maybe it was the fact that Monday was 4th of July. What a celebration of our amazing country of America. And if you don't live in America, you're missing out. Anyway, I hope that you know your star wherever you are. I hope that you know that you can ignite anything with your star power and that your star power is the ability to see things in a beautiful way. Why not look at your reflection in the mirror and see all the things that you can do, all the things that you will do, and all the things that you can accomplish? Yes, I can is a saying that means that you can basically do anything you put your mind to. You can do anything. You really can. We need to stop thinking what we can't do and we need to be focused on what we can do. Every day, the mantra of yes, I can should be able to get you up out of the bed and get you into whatever you're doing. The mantra of you can do anything, thanks John Cena, is that sometimes life is going to give you lemons and you just got to make lemonade out of it and just keep going. We always have to be moving forward. We cannot look behind. So I encourage you to do that. Look forward. And yes, you can. Moving on from that into something we love to talk about. Let's get into politics. Yes. Time for no media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. They lie to us. They lie to us anyway. So we've been talking about everything this week. The problem with immigration, the problems with inflation, the problems with basically anything, the fact that Biden can't have a cognitive conversation. But today I want to steer the conversation with no media allowed into the fact that the media is a problem. And we've talked about this before as well. But the media is a problem in a different way. The media, the media is a problem because it's deliberately lying to people. It's using the platform that they have available for misinformation. They attempted to make a group that was going to try to differentiate the misinformation, but they got caught up in a bunch of lies. Now, the January 6th committee is going to find what? After that lady just got lied and called out by Secret Service. She lied in front of an entire, like, court full of judges. How is she not getting in trouble? I mean, if that doesn't tell you how the law doesn't work, then what does? She was reading word for word something that came from the White House. That means what she said was a lie. Literally a lie. Can we hold these people accountable? Like you're going into a court and you're lying. Isn't that perjury? Like, don't these laws exist for a reason? I mean, how are you getting mad because teach children, children's parents don't want them to get indoctrinated from Disney and children's parents want their children to learn in school settings? How are you angry because some parents don't think it's appropriate for children to be learning about things that they're not supposed to be learning about, like different sexes and transgender things and a bunch of men walking around in women clothes like some of this is not appropriate for children like i understand you're not looking at it like that it sounds like we're just being against people but
we can't lie. And that's just one part of it. The media doesn't put real media on. They just put whatever the politicians tell them to put on. And they're they're partnering and working together for the lies. Um, what's his name from Facebook? I can't remember his name. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Is that it? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Whatever. The dude in charge of Facebook or Meta or whatever it's called now gave money toward helping Biden win. And it's just really, really, really... It has to stop somewhere. And I just can't help feeling like at what point do we call these people out for real? Like at what point do we say... What exactly is going to be the end game here? Because if all you have is a bunch of lies and you don't have anything else, then what do you have? Just how do we deal with this? Because if we don't deal with this, if we don't continuously talk about what's happening here, they're going to try to fade it out like they do with everything else. Remember what that don't say gay bill that happened in Florida? Remember how they stopped talking about that? I just, I don't know here. And I'm filled with a bunch of silence, maybe not anxiety, but just questions like, okay, if this happened, then what's next here? You got somebody lying and committing perjury on stage in a courtroom full of people like it's a joke. All these people want to do is condemn Trump and they just want to bring him into the court and they just want to tear him down and make him out to be the monster. But the monster here is not Trump. The monster here is the Democratic Party that does not like the fact that someone can have an opinion outside of their barbaric rules. I told you before in other conversations and other podcasts that they're trying to do the thing with race and they use that against people. And Clarence Thomas, the... The amazing man that's speaking up for himself and not allowing people to just naysay him. He's an amazing person. Like, the things he's saying make sense. 
Why are you allowing the Democratic Party to narrate what your next step is if you're not, if you're a different color, if you're a minority? Why are you allowing them to put you in a box that's like a cage that you can't get out of? They create this and they want you to just vote for them. How do we do this? We're competing against news stations. Granted, Fox is not doing bad, but we're competing with this misinformation that just continues and never ends. And we have to keep talking. We have to keep bringing this stuff up. We have to keep bringing it into conversations. We have to keep people fully aware of what's happening. Some people just don't want to deal with it at all. But how do we do this? Just every time they bring something up and these people on Twitter disagree with what you have to say, it just shows you what the situation is. It's them against us and we're winning because if you're talking about truth and honesty, you're always going to prevail and you're always going to win. If you're making up things and you're lying because it suits you, then you've already lost. Anyways. I want you to take into consideration some of the things that I've said. I want you to look at the situation that you might be in. Where do you live? Do you live in a deep blue state? I do. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think things are going to change where I live. It's upsetting. But it is nice to see that in some states, uh, they're creating laws that do protect children from things they probably shouldn't be involved with. So I just want to leave it there. America is an amazing, amazing place to be. And regardless of some of the people that live here that disagree with that, um, if they don't like it, they can leave. There's 
airlines everywhere. Uh, there's a boat that they can get on and they can take a slow boat to China, although that slow boat to China might take longer for them to get on. They can leave. They don't have to live here. I saw someone on um, some app, some messaging app, post, I don't want to celebrate 4th of July because America sucks. And then they said, F America. Well, for you to be that angry about America... Maybe you should leave. Why don't you go somewhere else? Why don't you see how it is to live in another country and never come back? For all the people that don't like it here, leave. Because there's far more people trying to get into this country than there's that are trying to leave. And I don't want to hear progressives say that they want to protect this country. Protecting this country is not creating medical Medicare for all or universal basic income. And note that universal basic income is basic income. Why do you want to live basic? Did you hear what I just said? Basic. I don't want to live a basic life. I want to live an extraordinary life. So that means I don't want anything basic. That's not living. That's just breathing. There's a difference. You have to get away from this narrative and you have to get away from this mantra that black people can only live in a hood and low class housing. They can't make any money. They can't be successful. The same thing with anybody, Spanish, Chinese, Indian, whatever, even white, that white people have to just feel bad and be like liberals, like far left liberals that just want to give everything away and keep talking about slavery. It is 2022. We cannot keep like shuddering about slavery on people that didn't do it and sure there's racist people and there's people that don't see things correctly they need to learn and someone needs to teach them outside of that we can't keep talking about things that shouldn't be talked about and we have to be adults here and we have to be cognitively aware of what's happening i'm not going into that box and i don't think you should too Race is just an excuse for somebody to try to put something over someone else. Yes. It doesn't mean anything. We're all the same color. We're likely all brothers and sisters. Think about that. At the beginning of time here in America, people were leaving their countries, coming here at one suitcase. Ellis Island. Do you know how likely it is that your great-great-great-grandfather knew my great-great-great... Like, Do you understand what I'm saying? Why are we upset? It doesn't make sense, right? Who knows? Anyways, moving on from no media allowed to the regular pod, we have to call out stupid. We do have to call out stupid. We can't allow people to say ridiculous things and not call them out. Even if that's a tweet, even if that's a conversation, even if it's a phone call. We can't allow people to just be like, oh, it's okay. Just, we can't allow people to get away with, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. We can't do that. And I really don't like feeling like I can't have an opinion. Calling out stupid is critical. It's critical because stupid conversations and stupid opinions and stupid things are not the answer. Stupidity is not the answer for anything. 
people are allowed to have different opinions, different views, and different thoughts. And that's essential. Just going to say it. There is no honesty in a lie. Like I said earlier, during no media allowed, there is no honesty in a lie. So these people that are lying about what's actually happening and continuously doing things they're not supposed to be doing. They're not going to win this battle because lying doesn't get you to win a battle. That's not how this works. I'm not sure what the goal is here, but I'm telling you, lying isn't going to get you anywhere. It might feel like it is, but long term, it's going to put you in a very bad predicament. Honesty is not found anywhere with a lie. And I'm not going to tell you that it is. We have to be stronger than that. We have to be able to call out things and we have to understand that some things are going to be different than others. That's it. As far as people saying, oh, uh, I was going to tell you this, but I didn't tell you that. That that's not a solution. There's no honesty in lying about things. Politicians will say anything to anyone. They will. And I wonder why. Why will they say anything to anybody? Because it probably benefits them to do that. Correct? Like, it probably benefits them. To say one thing and then do another. AOC isn't helping anybody. Jamal Bowman isn't helping anybody. Maria Jayapal. These people will do anything for money. They'll do anything for power. And they don't care about anybody. They're supposed to be elected into the government to provide us with a service. Yet there's no service that they're providing. I cannot tell you how many times I'm getting tired of the lying. California is a nightmare. Like places that are democratically run are a nightmare. And regardless of what you think or what you're saying, I'm correct. 
These people don't understand addition. They don't understand debt to income ratio. And they don't understand anything I'm saying. It's it's just very concerning that we continuously allow people to just do whatever. And no one's being held accountable. And I, I, I'd like to know why. I don't, I think that these people are going to be caught. I think it's up to, you know, honest Americans running for these seats that are actually going to do things that are going to serve the people of the country are going to end up winning. I think in the long run, maybe some will skim through and get over to the other side. But at some point, they're going to be voted out because people are going to start to realize, like, what are these people actually doing and what are they actually doing? Nothing. It's just upsetting. It's annoying. It's just a lot of things. And it's just concerning. Because if they can lie so easily and trick people so easily, what's the solution here? We need to do a better job of getting through things to determine if these people are trustworthy because we're not doing a good job. We need to do a better job of flipping their seats and getting them out then. Like, how is AOC going to win again? Why don't we have somebody longer, stronger, better running against her to beat her? Why don't we have that? We need to get more of that. We need to get more people that are connected with communities, connected with reality, are running against these liars. I'm just saying. When will the recession start? I don't know when the recession is going to start, but it's likely going to start very soon. Just going to say that. Creating a home theater. I think it's essential to have a home theater in your house, even if it's in your living room, your basement, your bedroom, whatever. A place where you can watch movies, be comfortable, and really enjoy uh, TV time. Is Redbox still there? I don't know. I get coupons for Redbox all the time, but I haven't used it in forever. We don't really watch a DVD, so I don't know. Some movies are timeless. Others aren't. Some movies are timeless, like The Goonies. I think that movie came out in the 80s or something. That movie is still amazing. Like Heat, The Sopranos. We're talking about movies that are timeless. Like they serve a purpose and they're amazing. Like that horror movie, The Shining. That movie, I think, came out in the 80s or 70s or something. Again, it's held on very strong. If we're continuing to talk about horror movies, then we have to talk about Jason Voorhees. And we have to talk about, uh, I guess we could talk about Freddy Krueger. I think Freddy Krueger has held on fine. As far as other movies go, you know, Murder, She Wrote has really, you know, held on to what she wanted. And, and I think some good things are great and some are not and that was a mix of shows and movies but some movies are not timeless like some of these movies where they make it and it's about like space but it has like no good storyline like i don't feel like that's timeless
It's just ridiculous. Well. Murders in the building so far. Oh my god. Have you guys started watching Murders in the Building? Addicting. I love the actors. I love the storyline. I love how fun it is. I like that it takes place in an apartment building. As someone that lives in an apartment building. I guess you wouldn't imagine how it would feel to be in a predicament like this. But it's fun to watch it. And again, I love the characters. Like... Anytime I get to see these amazing people together and the amazingness that they've created with this, I'm just in awe. I love it. And I love mysteries, and I, and I especially love mysteries that are in New York, especially in a setting like this. You wouldn't think that it would be this good, but it is really good, and I cannot wait to see the next episode of it. I got to tell you, love it. Um, it's only been, I think, an episode or two, but it's very good, very detailed, very on point, lots of humor, everything you want in a show that's good. And again, amazing actors. You've got people that have been funny forever. And uh, these are the things you want. So bravo to Murders in a Building on Hulu. Love uh, Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives and Grise Grocery Games too. I don't know. There's something about Guy Fieri where he's just so awesome like his character his ability to navigate and talk to people and be like so people friendly people people first his ability not to let everything that he actually has overshine who he actually is is incredible he's an amazing dude and i love those shows I can't wait to see what's coming up next on HBO. I mean, there's the robot show that's coming back, Westworld. They're supposed to be redoing over um, another show with Jon Snow from um, Game of Thrones. I didn't really like the way that ended, but I guess a lot of people didn't like it either. Maybe that's the reason why they're doing another show. Uh, There's a lot of other things I was hoping would come back, but we're going to wait and we're going to see. So we're just going to have to be patient. Moving on to Veekstar with food, the power of spice. Spice is everything. You need to season and marinate your meat before you put it on a grill or you put it in an oven or you put it in a pan. That's essential, especially for anything, whether it's seafood, whether it's meat, whether it's the not meat, the beyond meat, whatever you're making. I mean, there's a lot of options. You need to make different decisions. Um. Eating lunch out versus cooking. I got to tell you, I feel like it's easier to just order lunch and not go through all the pain of cooking something. It's like, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a super pain. And why do that? It's not worth it. That's just my opinion. But if you want to do meal prep every weekend, spend all that time making it, go ahead. Sometimes it's okay, but sometimes it's not a lot. I think I'd rather meal prep in the winter than the summer. So for me, I think I'm going to meal prep in the winter. And then when it's summertime, I'm not going to do that. It's just, it just takes too long and I don't have enough time to do that. So pass. Um... Mexican rice 
is amazing and you can get many different variations of it you can get adoba you can get actual mexican rice that comes in the bag you have to make it with different seasonings and you should definitely have a recipe to make sure it's delicious but you can definitely do it it's definitely essential there's something about teriyaki chicken oh my god i had this bento box last week it was so good and the teriyaki chicken was absolutely hilarious it really was it was really good Anyways, a lunch buddy is next. If you have a corporate job or you work home, you should have a lunch buddy. I mean, if you work at home, your lunch buddy could be like your pet or something. Um, but if you work like in a corporate setting, then your lunch buddy should be like a, a friend that goes to lunch with you at the same time. It, it could really be amazing. And it really sets a trend because you're not eating by yourself and you're not lonely. And who wants to be lonely? I don't know. I don't know about some of these Mexican rices. I feel like maybe the Mexican rice tastes really authentic if you're getting it from like a Mexican place. But at Salsa Fresca, they have this like Mexican rice. So you can get like brown rice or white rice. And I always get the Mexican rice. It does have more flavor in it. There's something about eating with a lunch buddy too, like I just said. Eating with a lunch buddy is essential like having somebody that you can talk to and you know conversate with and not be by yourself and not be lonely is is very nice protein shakes are very useful for Breakfast, I'd say. Maybe even dinner, but I'd say start the day off with breakfast. Just... How do we do this? Figure out protein shakes versus something else.
isn't it essential that we figure out when to have different things for different meals? I think that protein shakes are better useful in the morning because it's easier just to drink that. Light lunch, early dinner. Like, if you're going to be having more for a breakfast, I feel like a light lunch, early dinner is necessary. You have to be eating before, like, 10 o'clock at night. It's very essential. It's very important that you don't try to eat like like a lot of gluttonous things and you stick to like to like a very light dinner and you want to make sure that if you're having a lighter lunch then you can eat a little bit you, you can eat like a very renowned dinner, but you want to make sure that it's before 10 o'clock. Depending on what time you get out of work, you, again, you're going to want to eat before 8 o'clock. You're going to want to make things that are easier to make. That's why I have all those like recipes and things so you can be making things that are easier because it's essential. Anyways, that's the end of the podcast on this Friday. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born to Be a Star. I hope you know you're a star wherever you are. And regardless of what you're feeling, whether you're irritated with politics or you're trying to figure out what you're going to eat for dinner or you're trying to figure out what you're going to watch and you're thinking about, do I really want to watch that show on Disney Plus or do I want to watch that show on Netflix? Whatever you're feeling, you're not feeling it alone. Remember, you are a star wherever you are. And yes, you can do anything you put your mind to. The world's your oyster and you are the host of the show of life. So put a smile on your face. Make the world a better place, and we can do this together. Stars can light up the darkness, and you are the light. I will see you on Monday. Have an amazing weekend, and do everything you wanted to do. Remember your star, wherever you are. Bye.